guys, and welcome back to another episode of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Sira. I'm Dylan. I'm Erica. And this week, we're going to be talking about mutants. We'll be covering the films The Hills Have Eyes, Wrong Turn, and Chernobyl Diaries. They wanted to see something different, but something different saw them first. The Hills Have Eyes. Mister, don't take your family back in that area. The silver has been gone for 40 years now. Besides, there's nothing back in there but animals. A lot. The old creep told you not to get off the road. What began as a vacation ended as a nightmare. Be hell to pay now. That was bad. She thought she knew what the world was all about, but nothing prepared her for this. The Hills Have Eyes. The Hills Have Eyes was directed by Wes Craven and was released in 1977. It follows a family whose RV breaks down in the desert and they begin getting hunted down by mutated cannibals that live in the area. There's a radiation or like a nuclear testing site nearby and it's caused these people to become deformed. I wouldn't necessarily say that that they looked deformed and and I don't think that, I think that they were supposed to look deformed, but I think that they kind of just didn't commit to it all the way in the makeup process. The one bald guy did, but he was like actually looked like that. So there wasn't even like something where they tried to make him look worse. The one thing I noticed from watching these movies that I think is really funny, every single movie and there's like different ways that these people mutated in these three different movies they're all turned into cannibals is that like part of the mutation definition (laughs) yeah is that like part of the mutation that they're like oh cannibalistic or do you think it's like they don't want to be seen by people so rather than going out to get food at a normal market they just decide hey i'm just gonna eat people who come to stare at me well i mean in this case they're living in the desert so you're not gonna come across food that much so i guess it's like yeah but there are animals i mean they yeah, and they, they could the, just eat the dogs. They did. Yeah, yeah they but did. they could, like, stuck to the dog diet. Yeah, but they... What are you going to do when the dogs are gone? You're going to have to eat the Yeah, people. but the, there was there's rabbits and there's snakes. There's tarantulas. There's tons of shit to eat in the desert. Yeah, survive off tarantulas. The problem <laughs> is, is that they, didn't ha- they don't have enough water. So that was, should have been the real premise of this movie. Finding water, not people meat. Wow, that would have been a great movie. A fucking hour and a half of cannibals looking for water. It's more important than people meet. Anyway. I wonder if it's like a vitamin thing. They just automatically crave human flesh. I feel like some like, there's some days where I wake up and I'm like, mm, people. A little concerning, but okay. <laughs> If Dylan goes missing, we know where he is. No, those are the days that I just take an extra swig of orange juice in the morning, and I feel okay. (laughs) So, something about this movie, this was my first time watching the original. I saw the remake when it first came out, along with the sequel to the remake, and I've always loved the remake. And this movie, though what I noticed watching the original was it literally, like, 95% of the movie is identical to the remake and um wait rephrase that 95 percent of the remake is identical yeah, to, the to the original right yes <laughs> so, but i i mean i think it's cool that the remake stuck to the original so much um but they did make it in my opinion the remake was better than i the was original. gonna say they, I, yeah. I agree with that 100 percent. this was my first time watching the original and i've seen i've seen the remake i've seen it a couple times mm-hmm. and it was one of the few movies where watching it, I was like, you know what? I'd rather be watching the remake right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. Um, it, it's the original idea, so it's definitely it's it's a cool thought. It could make a great movie, and it did eventually. But I feel like um, this this film was lacking in, in a few places. It's, it was very slow, kind of boring to me, and like the voices of the deformed. Of the mutants. Wasn't scary. Like, their voices just, like... See, for me, the... I just didn't like it. The cannibals in the remake were... They put a lot more emphasis on... I like the hairy guy. 
they put a lot more emphasis on that they were mutated. Like, there was an, a <clears throat> there condition was with them, yeah. right? And uh, this movie, like you said, Sierra, like, they weren't really... Like, they were supposed to be, but it wasn't really Well, like, too the mutation then. was, like, the one guy was a baldy, and he was the weird nose. And the other guy was supposed to be, like, overly hairy, but he just looked like a guy with a beard. Yeah. Like, he didn't look... It was... To me, they were more just, like... Hairy. They were more just, like, kind of, like, backwards, the, the, kind the, of, like, yeah, feral, feral, feral yeah. like, the woman, people. The woman who was, was with them also didn't look mutated at all, and mm. she was one of them. So I don't know if she was a mutant, or maybe she was somebody that they took and, in, like, in at some point... Yeah. And she just, but then, but then that that doesn't make sense either because as soon as they saw the baby, my first thought would be like, okay, let's you know raise it to be a cannibal too, and it can be our child. No, they wanted to eat it, so that kind of t- takes that whole idea. Maybe they took her in later. Maybe the cannibalistic nature came at a later time, and it wasn't something that was instant. Yeah. Or like thinking about it, like going back to like what Sarah said, why didn't they eat like all this other stuff? I wonder if the land... I mean, they were getting ready to condemn all the land anyway and, and shut it down. I wonder if maybe it had just gotten too barren to the point where there really wasn't anything out maybe. there. And instead of just giving up the land that they lived on and they had all grown up on and known, fuck it, let's just... Maybe. Let's eat some people. I think the only thing that really made me like feel any sort of emotion in this movie was when they were looking for Beast and they heard him like yelping. <laughs> but it wasn't Beast. No, it was Beast. He was still alive. No, no, he wasn't. He was See, dead. I I didn't mind. It was so sad. I, I don't like when people kill dogs. I didn't mind this movie too much. Like, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I think that it's something that didn't age well. Like, the dialogue in the movie, they kept it the same in the remake for the most part, but they made it more of a serious tone, where the way this was acted out, it was very, like, the way it's aged, it comes off to me as a little, like, campy. The one line with the mom, or like, we're not gonna be French fries. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck. Um, there is a scene that I really did like, and it's the part where the father gets burnt, he gets lit on fire, and mm. the mom like kind of has like a total melt mental mm-hmm. breakdown, and she's like, that's not what, what was his name? But. Billy? Billy or Bob or... The son was Bobby. I don't remember. I think it was uh, Billy. Billy, maybe? She's, like, looking at him, whatever his name was. She's like, that's, that's not, not mine. Yeah. That's not mine. Like, that's not him. And she's, like, laughing and, like, kind of, like, carrying out about it. And it's, it, it's actually probably the only... Not not the only, but it's the biggest scene that really sticks out in this movie for me. Um, I think it was the only one that really carried a lot of emotion. And I think it was acted well. Um, I think there's a lot of a lot of issues with this, with the way that the lines were delivered and things in it. And I think that's something it definitely pulls me out of the movie when it when it's poorly delivered or like if it just doesn't seem re not not even realistic. Like the story can be like a little off, but like the it's actors act, like, have hard. to like the actors have to seem like they're actually in it. Yeah. You know, I don't want I don't want to watch this and be like, oh, actors. I want to watch it and be like, oh my, it was very people. theatrical. I think exactly. It, it was yeah. it was just it was definitely. Um, that's the one scene where I was like, okay, this is good. But other than that, I just felt very, there was a disconnect. Yeah, I, I, I got that. I get, it was very, and it was more so with the female characters to me. Yes. They were very like the one son theater, too. though, like not not actors in a movie where they're trying to portray, portray something like that's believable. But yeah, like very like, oh, like just over the top. And was like it kind of like the guy from, um... Children shouldn't play with them. Yes. Things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's really, like the feel I got with the characters. The one, the one scene though that irked the absolute shit out of me, when they left. Okay, so they leave the gas station. They're trucking along, right? And they decide they're going off the beaten path here. So they're hauling ass through the desert. And they would not have gotten into the predicament that they were in if he didn't swerve like a bat out of fucking hell over a fucking rabbit. Like, hit the rabbit. That thing wasn't <laughs> like going to bother you. He yanked that wheel, like, just out of control. And then everything just, like, all hell broke loose over a rabbit. I was like, if, if that, for some reason, I was just like... Um, that's another thing, too, about this movie. I think that it, it kind of went places where other horror movies were afraid to go. Um, because it did touch on a lot that the cannibals were all about eating a baby. And I think that was something where at this point in time, I, I even now I don't think that's an, I don't think that's okay. 
Uh, and I think that a lot of people would be very shocked by that. I mean, it didn't bother me. Well, Wes Craven... I was Craven, like, whatever, eat babies, Wes yum. Craven originally wanted to have the baby die in the movie. Yeah. And the cast and the crew threatened to leave the set yeah. if he followed through with well, it. Well, yeah, no, I think I think that it was a good call to not have the cannibals eat the baby, but I think that even just bringing up that that's what they wanted to do with it was pretty... was like, kind of tabby, you know, yeah. you're, you're yeah. kind of tiptoeing around no bueno land. <laughs> So I think I think that was very ballsy of Wes Craven to do, uh, even if he did take out the fact that the baby was supposed to get eaten. I think uh, even without that, it was still very ballsy. Yeah, I want to take a step back with the acting, though, what we were talking about before. I do think that it was very over the top, and like I said, I feel like it didn't age well with like the campiness. But I will say that I feel like the movie, it went from zero to 60, like, it, it was very, like, calm. Like, they were like, all right, well, we got to get this fixed. And then night came, and shit just started going down. And I feel like once that turn came, the acting didn't bother me as much. Like, it still had its moments, but, she, like, the acting was done well once shit started going down. Like, Brenda's character, I thought, was, like, very... Like, you could tell she's, like, fucking lost it after getting attacked by the, uh, the two cannibals. And um, the Sierra, like you said, with the mom who... You know, she watched her husband get burned alive and she lost it. And even after she gets shot and she's dying and she starts talking like, oh, like, did the kids come back? Is everybody back? And uh, the son-in-law was like going along, like lying, like, yeah, everybody's good. Everything's good. And I thought it was very like powerful acting once shit started happening. But again, like it did have its its moments where it was like, all right, like that's a little little, not aged well, but... For the most part, once shit started going down, I think it, it was well done. Wes Craven went on to say that this was kind of like his homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre because yeah. he, he enjoyed it so much. Like he wanted, Which, I guess, like, the theme is similar. There's, like, the cannibalistic family, but... I mean, I think it's just... They're they're different. It, it's He's a different director. Yeah. And, I mean... <clears throat> Kudos to him to paying homage to such a great film, but... It's hard to see. Like I understand where it's where it's going and where it's coming from, but it is really hard to see that in the movie. I don't think that it's. I don't. I feel like if you're gonna pay homage, like there's got to be some pretty obvious nods to it, and I feel like it's so subtle that it's kind of, it's kind of. It was kind of silly to even put that out there, because it it's just not. It is not. I mean, it's not like he's saying like. I'm recreating. No, no, I know. But but what I'm saying is that it's hard to see what he's what he means by he's paying homage to it because honestly there's not much there that shows that one of the things that i saw that um and and i i looked into it a little bit after brenda gets attacked by um pluto and what's the other mars Mer- mercury i think some i think it's mars i don't Might know have been mars. but if you um if you notice there was a picture of jaws in the background yeah so i thought that was kind of cool since we covered jaws last week I read somewhere on there that Sam Raimi, who did Evil Dead, used a poster from Hills Have Eyes in Evil Dead, and then Wes Craven used Evil Dead in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. So I thought that was pretty interesting, just kind of kind of seeing how that kind of back and forth and those like those mm-hmm. little like Easter eggs, those are always really interesting to me, just kind of... They're just interesting little details that you don't really catch unless, you know, you're blatantly looking for stuff like that, yeah. which I don't know about you guys, but it's hard for me to to try and zoom in on those little, like, details <laughs> yeah, when, no. when I'm trying to try and focus on the overall picture. I think the only movie where you really, where, where we ever really noticed it was Evil Dead, like, they have a nod to Freddy and Evil Dead. Is it the first one or the second one? Evil Dead, there's the Reptiles Have Eyes poster, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nancy's watching Evil Dead on the TV, and then... Evil Dead 2, Freddy's glove is hanging above the doorway in the shed. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, no, I just, I I do think that it's it's super fun to see how directors kind of give each other shout outs in their movies and in little little pieces of imagery. I love the, uh, the end when Brenda and Bobby set the trap up to catch the one guy, like, they, with the car tire and everything, yeah. I was so bummed. I was so bummed out when the car ran out of gas. I was like, "Oh, this is the coolest fucking scene." You think that they would have paid more attention to the gas gauge with the plan that, like, they, you well, know? I mean, what I mean, they can't do much about it. If like, it's not like they had more gas to fill up with if it ran out. They're, uh, I think they were just kind of going on a whim and trying anything they could at that point. I guess. Um, the whole thing with the baby, how they got it back, I don't 
think not I don't want to get into the remake too much but I think uh the remake that's one thing that they did better they had the uh the son-in-law I can't remember the name or his name right now but he like goes and he finds this old like nuke town that they used that that where the mutants were staying and he gets the baby back then and he's like fighting these mutants off in the town and I think that was a lot done a lot better than this where it was just like I thought the whole like ruby grabbing the rattlesnake and yeah. making it bite I thought that was a little like cheesy like it could have been better done a little bit better no i definitely agree and i think that that any of my issues with this movie are like just small little details like Mm -hmm. that it's nothing major i i definitely think that this is a a a movie that's important in the horror genre i think that it's a movie that you should check out um would i'm not gonna say that i don't think this movie is for everybody um i thought it was fair it was decent but um there's definitely stuff to it that, that might turn you off to it. Um, it's a little slow. Um, and that and that's a big thing to me, too, is that it, it can be slow, but it, it's got to be slow for a certain reason. And, and this movie just felt very, like, one... Like, it didn't hit any high notes for me. It just kind of was just like a... Rolling. Yeah, it just went, and it happened. And there was nothing where I was like, oh, my God! Or like, oh, yeah. I think no, the reason for that... It was just very slow. I think the reason for that, what it was for me, was... I, I kind of agree with you on it. I do think that things did take a turn to where they got to a higher note than what they were at, but... It was just I think, a slight plateau. I think that the the cannibal mutants, whatever you want to refer to them as, I think that they weren't very, like, creepy, they, they, yeah, the there was part, nothing just to looked, really scary. For the most part, they just looked like people, so there was nothing where you're like, oh, shit. Like, it, it was like just, uh, it was like carnies. Yeah. <laughs> the most nerve-wracking like. thing about this movie for me was the scene where Bobby is running down the hill after finding, like, looking for his dog. He, first off, he scaled that mountain <laughs> like, like he was a professional rock climber. But then on the way down, he was hauling balls down the side of a mountain, and he was so, like, he, he didn't miss a step, and then all of a sudden, he, like, gets, like, right there, and he, like, spins around and eats shit and dies, and it's like... <laughs> the unfortunate turns. But it's just, like, it was, that was so, like, watching him run down that mountain, I was like, oh my god, like, waiting for it. I was like, he's gonna bite it, he's gonna bite it. But I thought he was gonna bite it so much harder than he was. <laughs> That's what really gets the point I think for me, like, the reason that this wasn't such, like, a, a standout film, and like I said, like like Sarah said, I it is important for the genre, but for me, why I don't think it was such a, like, a stick-out film is because, like most of your, your remakes, they, they're just never, to me anyway, they're usually just never as good as the original. Yeah. So... I kind of, and I said this earlier, I this was my first time seeing the, the original, and I've seen the remake. So I kind of went into it with this, like, assumption that it was going to be like, oh, Amazing. this is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Because I liked the remake, and I like the remake a lot. And I was like, okay, so this is going to be, this is going to be fucking solid. And honestly, like, when I got through it, I was like, I really like the remake better. And I, yeah. kind, of, I kind of felt guilty about it, though, yeah. because yeah. I feel like... You're so stoked about it, and uh-huh. you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be so fucking good. And it was. It was a good movie, but for, like, that one in a million shot, the remake is just a, it, the, all well, that much better. Thing. I feel like with any horror remake, if you secretly like it better than the original, you feel like an asshole. Yeah, you feel you're like, like you're... no, I'm not supposed to like this, but I'm supposed to hate it. I think I, think I would have gone into this movie enjoying it a lot more if I hadn't seen the remake. Yeah. And if the remake didn't stick so closely to... Because to me, it was almost like watching an inferior version of the exact same or movie. Like, yeah. Or like, it was like watching the Walmart version. Yeah. My, yeah, you're like going and you're like, oh yeah, like, yes. And then you're like, what the fuck? Do you want to get into ratings? Since I've already threw myself out on the line there by saying that I prefer the remake better. I think we all do. Um... I think it is. It's a good movie. It's it's solid. I, the The winning points for the remake for me is just the mutants were better done, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just because of modern technology. They were eerier. They were scarier, and I think that's what kind of like pulled me in so much. So I I think for this, while I think it is an important movie, and I think that. If you've seen the if you've seen the remake and you haven't seen this one, you should definitely watch it. If you haven't seen 
any of them, watch this one first. So for me though, I think it, I think it was a solid movie and I am going to give it, I'm gonna give it an even six. I like this movie. It's nothing that wowed me too much. Um, and again, like Erica said, I think I think the big issue is that the whole point of horror is to make you scared and, and the, the mutants that were supposed to be horrifying were not horrifying to me. And it might just be, be because of the times or maybe we're de- desensitized a little bit. I'm sure at the, during the time when this movie was released, it probably was truly very scary. Um, but unfortunately for me, it just didn't give me that fear that I was looking for. But I'm not saying that you shouldn't watch it. It is a good movie. It is an important movie. Check it out. Uh, Like Erica said, if you haven't seen any of them, watch this one first, then watch the remake. They're both really good. Uh, All in all, it didn't blow me away or anything, so I'm going to go with Erica and give it an even six. I think what I would say, uh, just not to repeat what we've already gone over and everything, is if you're looking to truly be scared, watch the remake. I think that you should watch this movie. Um, I think it's like a, a very important staple in horror movie history. I just feel like the remake took the same idea of the movie and gave it a new spin to make it more creepy. But I, I do like this movie a lot. I think that it was very groundbreaking for the time. It did a lot of things that a lot of movies probably wouldn't touch at the time. Like eating babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll agree with you guys. I'll give it a six. Yes! This is perfect. This is, is this our first unanimous decision across the board? So the average horror haven rating for The Hills Have Eyes, the original, is a 6.0. We asked you guys on Instagram what you would rate this film out of 10, and the average rating that you gave us was a So next we're going to talk about Wrong Turn. This movie was released in 2003. It follows a doctor named Chris and he is traveling. Um, He gets stopped in traffic, takes the wrong turn. And he ends up not paying attention and hitting a Jeep full of campers. Did you ask to do the plot summary just so you can make that shitty wrong turn joke? (laughs) Only if you leave it in. Okay. Um, anyway, he hits a jeep full of campers. Um, three of them, or four of them, decide that they're going to go out and find help. Two of them are staying behind. Um, they don't find help. They find hillbillies. Inbred hillbillies. <laughs> Inbred hillbillies, and they die one by one while being chased by these, I'm going to say, very skilled hunters. Yeah. And that's the gist of this movie. Okay, so my biggest issue with Wrong Turn is every character was the nicest fucking person ever. You have this guy who hits a parked car, crashes into their fucking car, totals both cars. And the, the campers come out, they're like, oh man, you okay, you good? You just got fucking hit. Then the guy is like totally fucking cool that his car's total. He's like, oh man, everybody good? Let's just go get some help. So then they go to get help and then this guy, the fucking hillbillies come back and they're escaping from the house. And this guy risks his fucking life for these people he doesn't even know like seven goddamn times. His name's Chris. <laughs> Chris. He, yeah, Chris risks his life like seven goddamn times to save these people that he doesn't know. And he's just like, oh, we're going to make it out of this. Don't worry. You don't deserve this. Like, you don't yeah, fucking you know, know these people. They don't know you. But you know what? They do the same thing for him, too. Like, Scott, there's a part where he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna lead them over this way. And you guys got to run and steal his car. So Chris, like, leads them over. And then he gets shot down. And then Scott's like, 
I'm not gonna let my new boy right. Chris get killed. So he's like, oh, follow me, and he runs to the woods and he ends up getting killed. Right, but there's so there's no character dynamic. There's no like. Every movie, there's like the fucking guy who's an asshole who's like, "You just hit my yeah. fucking car!" And you then like you're rooting for him to die, and all these people are like, you know, what, so honestly, nice. though, I kind why of, do you want? Yeah, yeah, but you know what though, I, I honestly, I liked not having to be like, Fuck like I guy. liked being like, oh, no, not you, yeah, oh but- no, not you too, oh why'd you have to die? And then I like, like yes, Carly's dead. I, I Carly, yeah, her. Carly, oh. I rooted. I rooted for Carly's death because, god damn it, she put them in so many bad situations because she just wouldn't fucking move. <laughs> like, your fiance just gave his life to save your ass, and you're going to sit there and let yourself die? No. Fuck you. Typical bitch. Keep going. Keep fucking going. This movie had an all star cast. It had fucking. <laughs> Elijah Dushku. <laughs> Elijah Dushku. Fucking Quinn from Dexter. Fucking uh, who's Elijah Dushku? The girl from the main girl. She's in. I definitely bring it on. I oh yeah, that is the girl from Bring It On. Fuck. God damn you! But you know what though? When you said that, I definitely thought you said Elijah Dushku. Like, oh, what? It's, it's fitting. I feel like it's fitting. But you got fucking Sloan from Entourage, Billy from um, Six Feet Under. The oh, fucking yeah. the girl from Cry Wolf and uh, Dawn of the Dead and the guy played the security guard in Dawn of the Dead. Don't forget the hillbillies. The hillbillies. The fucking what is it? Three three fingers. Three fingers is death from Supernatural. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah. Death. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When we watched the dude, movie. he looks so different. I okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So my biggest issue with this movie, and I thought I was like, I watched it a long time ago, like when it first came out. When I was a kid, I liked it, but like any horror was good horror to me. You know, like anything that I could watch that was scary, I was like, this is great. So. I remembered most of it when we went back in for it. I was like, this isn't going to be good. And I was actually a little bit surprised. It didn't, it wasn't totally, it wasn't horrible. It was like a little cheesy. The the hillbilly, the one that was like laughing all the time. That's, yeah, that's death. He's my favorite. Sorry and fingers. he, uh, Dylan told me that that's me. The, all of them, the way that- Every single one of them laughed like through the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an inbred hillbilly. Um, that's not me. Yeah, I, I had the same thing though. Like I watched this when it first came out, and I remember liking it when it first came out. But there were a lot of movies from the early two thousands that going back and watching them, they're that, crap, right? They're crap. But back then, I was like, this is fucking awesome. That's like that I, movie so, Valentine was so bad. So I was like, I, I went in like I've always had this stigma like more recently like wrong turn is shit and i think a lot has to do with how many low budget sequels that they've made oh yeah six of them isn't there yeah yeah um and but, all every single one has had those three hillbillies returned in it yeah death making money <laughs> but um going back so i think i went in with lower expectations and i actually thought it was pretty good i think the acting was actually pretty well done for I the most the part i think the hillbillies were done well yeah it was creepy. Their makeup was done well, and they were creepy. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine being stranded in the woods and running across that. Even if they were the nicest people possible, I'd have been out. I'm not even going to lie. And you know what? It's shit that could happen, and it was very suspenseful. Like, the part where uh, they're trying to escape from the house. No hate on you, West Virginia. <laughs> but, yeah, like, th- like, the part where they're trying to escape from the house yeah. when they everybody's sleeping is so fucking like edge of yeah, the seat, yeah. like holy shit no that's the one thing this movie did do well it did have moments where you're like oh my god what's gonna happen how's this how, how's this gonna they're crawling out from under the bed while that guy's leg is literally hanging yeah. over the bed and you're just like oh my god don't touch it don't touch it and I'm like sitting there like, like squeezing myself like as tiny as I could get it as if I'm wiggling out of this bed yeah. like I'm like oh shit that's gonna suck I've told you guys before, like, one of the big things for me is I like movies that give me, like, anxiety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about that with Jeepers Creepers. And, uh, like, with Jeepers Creepers, like, the whole beginning, I was talking about how, like, that that lead up, it was so, like, anxiety ridden. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I kind of got that, that feel back during, in this movie. And I've seen it before. I, like, you guys, I've seen it when I was younger. And I remember it fucking just wigging me out, like... It just freaked me out. And I already have, like, a weird issue with the woods anyway. So, that was, like... (laughs) But, no, we, like, watching it, and I just... I remember watching it younger, and it gave me, like, anxiety watching it. Because you're, like, every time they do something, you're, like, what the fuck are you doing? 
you're doing that wrong. Stop. 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 Is it bad? Like, when watching it, I feel like it's like watching the boys get excited for hunting season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, look, it's cow. And then they're like, yeah, yeah. It just I'm like, like oh my God. Uh, that whole thing, like it just it gives you a lot of anxiety. Uh, the the one thing that I had like an issue with this is there's there's a lot of like continuity issues with it. Like it'll flash to like a scene, and then when it like the, it hits it with a different angle, they're not in the same place or there's mm-hmm. different. Pl- that drives me nuts, and it there was just so much of it that I was picking up on it a lot more than. Um than in most movies and i i don't what know are you, if a it film was just critic? No. <laughs> i don't know if it was just um like I, I don't think it was a budget thing either i just think that maybe it was just bad editing or but that like those little things like to me like they don't seem like most people don't catch them but i just felt like there was just so many of them in yeah. this movie that it it took away from me it took it, it took away from the movie for me because I felt like it was just like, it takes away that believable aspect just a little bit for for me anyway. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my my issue with it, and I just. Other than that, though, I I don't really, visually, I don't really have anything negative to say about it. I thought it was it was directed well. I just think that the editing could have been done better. I think that this movie really does well in creativity. It's it's it's, I. It's such a different um, story, and, and we're doing a whole episode on mutants, so maybe the mutant aspect of it isn't totally out there. But I've never watched another movie of inbreds. I'm sure if I thought about yeah, it, yeah, probably some, like but... if you really thought about it. But like, this is like when you think like in inbred ca- cannibals, this is the first movie that comes to my mind. I- I'll say too, like I made comments before about the uh, the sequels, but. Think of how many horror movies came out in the early 2000s, and this movie is still putting out sequels and mm-hmm. still has a following. No, so yeah, for that reason alone, and the fact that they built these three characters uh, that are the, the hillbillies that reappear in every movie and so people like wait for them. Three fingers, one eye. Something like that, What's yeah. the other one? I don't remember. But the fact that they bring these characters back and they have... A following the movies do have a following yeah, no. and i see people all the time like get super stoked about the uh the sequels so i mean i guess it's doing something right i like that the one guy wore overalls and had a humpback okay you want to get into ratings <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna leave that in there <laughs> ratings erica begin my final takes on this um way better than the originals okay <laughs> um no i think that uh i think they're done i i think it is done well um i liked the the inbreds i think that they did a good job making them creepy more so than in the original hills have eyes so they had like they have a very realistic feel to them. Like they're creepy. If like I said, if I saw them in the woods, I would probably have a fucking heart attack. The only thing I really didn't care for was those little, those little shots where they just weren't cohesive and they didn't flow together. That that was the only thing that I didn't really care for. Um, story was pretty cool. Like you touched on Dylan, I think that for me, I would have liked it better if you didn't kind of feel bad for all of the characters. Like, if it at least had one person that you were like, throw him off a fucking cliff. Were you saddest about that? Pack him up. I was definitely saddest. Scott was definitely. Yeah. I'm just going to put this out there. We are all fucking Fucking horrible horrible. with names. (laughs) So if you listen to our episodes, we are like that guy and then that girl and then the dad. Yeah. We all just suck. So (laughs) we're going to make a conscious effort to be better at it. I'm going to be making flow charts. (laughs) We've got this. All right. Um, So anyway, back to ratings. I think that I would give this a, I'm going to give it a 6.3. Cool. Syrup. I like this movie. I thought it was good. There was a lot of interesting characters, and it was a unique story. So I'm going to give it a 6.2. I think I would have enjoyed the movie a little bit more if they made the characters a little different from each other. I feel like we were watching, like, six of the same character run through the woods from these hillbillies. Except Carly. Um, yeah, except Carly. Fuck Carly. Um, 
We remember her name. We hated her. <laughs> I, I mean, there were some parts where it was like kind of poor CGI, but you know, I'll, I'll chalk that up to the times. It's when CGI was like. I love when Dylan really says, big. "I'll chalk that up." It's not an episode until he mentions that word. <laughs> um. But it, it, it was unique, and I like I said, I think the fact that it's spawned so many sequels since it came out shows that it's doing something right, and I enjoyed watching it. It was suspenseful. I'm going to give it a 6.4. I wish that we covered the second one so we could talk about Henry Rollins. <laughs> Another day. I love Henry Rollins. The Horror Haven average is a 6.3. All right, and the Instagram average is going to be a 7.6. <laughs> This place was abandoned overnight. They had no time to take anything. Factories, schools, stores, apartments, everything's still there. There is Pripyat. Come to the workers and families of Chernobyl. Reactor number four, where the disaster happened. Is it safe? I have Geiger counted to let us know if the radiation levels are high. All right, so next we're going to talk about the movie Chernobyl Diaries, uh, which was released in 2012. This follows a group of friends that visit Chris's brother, Paul, in the Ukraine. Um, Paul has always, I guess, gotten Chris into trouble. So his great idea is that they're going to visit the abandoned city Pripyat, which is close to where the Chernobyl disaster happened. They um, find a tour guide named Yuri, and he brings them... Um, shows them around. They run into a toxic bear. It was awesome. <laughs> and the <toxic> they <laughs> they go to leave, but someone has ripped apart the wires in their van. They soon realize that they are not alone, and it's not just dogs. It's mutated people, and they want to eat them, and they all die. And that's that movie. The end. I did a good job with that one. Out of 10. <laughs> um, so I remember seeing this in theaters when it came out. Yeah, me too. I remember being really disappointed by it. Watching it a second time, I wasn't as disappointed, but I will say that it's not the greatest. Your heart was already broken once. It's not the greatest <laughs> movie. Um, I think my biggest complaint was that I would have liked to see more of the mutant, the mutated people. Like, you don't really get, like, an actual close look at them. No, it's very far away every time you see... Well, for the most part, it's very far away. I think there's one that, like, pops up, but it's really quick. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing with this movie for me is that I really... I really look forward to one survivor getting out and it being okay. Like, I don't know. I, I need, like, that semi-happy ending at the end. And, and this movie definitely took a turn and I feel like it was a, a good build up it really was and, and I enjoyed watching it I thought it was fun because it brings me back to you know going to abandoned places and stuff and like oh maybe it's haunted maybe it's cool this maybe it's that not you know? where there was a nuclear fucking attack no no I want to go there so bad they, they actually do tours there and I yeah, do, okay. do want to go but not me. um you know it's it's scary and and it is fun and um so this movie brings me back to like that kind of feeling, obviously minus the mutants. I've never experienced that. Oh, you've never experienced that? Not to my knowledge, but you know, maybe. Um, I thought I thought it had a like really fun, scary adventure kind of feel to it, and then, you know, it got to the end, and, and it was a total letdown. Um, I wanted someone to, I wanted both of them to survive. Honestly, Paul and Amanda, I wanted them to survive because they they really did kick ass and keep going, you know, where everybody else kind of gave up once somebody else died. These two kept going. Um, so I think it was kind of a bummer that they didn't get to survive. Well, at least Paul definitely didn't survive. Maybe Amanda did. I don't know. Um, the movie ended with her, Paul being shot by what seems to be like government people, military. And then she wakes up and it, there's these men that are dressed like doctors, but they have gas masks on because of the radiation or whatever. And she's like, where are we? And she's like, oh, you're at the hospital. And then they throw her in a room filled up with the mutants. And that's how it ends. Um, you really don't get any answers, nothing. No closure There's no whatsoever. Closure. <laughs> and I think that's where the disappointment from the movie really came from because I think the rest of the movie was like, I think the rest of the movie was pretty solid. I mean, what are you going to do? nuke the fucking town these people <laughs> no, survived one but like <laughs> we'll do it again the thing is is that like they're, uh, like at least let her get out 
and like maybe be like like have her no, like telling it. the story to somebody. Yeah, I get you know, I think that would have been a cool ending, or like if they both got out and and they were like, you know, like it shows them reflecting on what happened or something. Like I wanted something, some sort of closure from the characters. Like how are they feeling now that they've survived what they survived? Yeah. You know, where where this just really didn't give you anything. It gave it was like it's like it's gonna be an okay movie, and then I was like, mm, no, fuck you. The I think the strongest point for me for the movie was like the filming locations. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks like they shot it at Chernobyl, which um, I think it... I don't remember where I read that they shot it, but it it was somewhere in that area, but it wasn't Yeah, it wasn't there. the same place. Um, But, no, it was great, and I liked that, you know, you get them, like, getting chased through the tunnels of, like, the, the lab, or, like, where the whole nuclear disaster happened. So I thought that that was really interesting. Um, characters, I didn't really care too much about any of them, which that kind of fell flat for me. I liked Michael. See, I didn't think any of them were, like, memorable. Yeah. I mean, and that that sucks. To me, it, it, like, with... Yuri wasn't memorable? Yuri probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? He's like... I don't, like, I just, to me, I don't think that they were, like, Yuri, yeah, but... Yuri was so cool. The rest of them just weren't, like, they didn't do anything for me. They're not, nobody that you would, like, I don't know. See, I, I see what you I wouldn't you say- miss them. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Sarah. Like, you don't get any closure. You would like to see somebody get out, but there was really nobody that I personally was, like, rooting for to get that out. Because I was kind of, like, I was yeah. rooting for Paul. He felt so far- Okay, listen. Paul gets his brother into sticky situations. His brother fucking died. He feels like shit. Sucks to be you, fam. You know, like, I just wanted him to get out so he could be like, man. I fucked my brother over, but I get to live. So <laughs> my poor brother. Days. My poor brother. Maybe he'd get it in with Amanda later. Um, she needs it. He needs it. Life's, life's good. That bitch girlfriend, Natalie, who gets everybody in fucking trouble because she's... She's another one like fucking Carly. Oh, everybody's dead. What? Let me just give up now. No, keep fucking moving. God damn it. Those are the people where you just want to kill them yourself. Let's talk about this, too. Let's go find Yuri. No, let's go find our way out while it's still light, yeah. dumbasses. Yeah, that part threw me off a little bit. They're like... Blood everywhere. No, let's go. Yeah, they they spent so much time like, yeah, let's go find Yuri. And then they tried to justify it by like, oh, well, Yuri has a gun. It's like, you know, I mean, I guess because they didn't know which way to hike to get back, but there was a road. Do you follow the road? Yeah. I don't That's know. That's the thing, though, too, is at the same time, it's like, it don't matter what direction. At some, like, every direction is going to get you out of that city at some point. Whether you get to a fence or you get to an opening. I feel It's too- not hard to climb a fence. Yeah, like, you know that they're going to get in trouble because they're trespassing somewhere where they're definitely not so fucking supposed to be. Yeah, but they let them in. I, yeah, but it's just like... He lied. Uh, he, he lied about something. Yeah, it just, it, to me, because you know, you know once they get caught, they're getting detained no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're pumped full of fucking radioactive fucking just particles. Like, that, oh, the, can, I think that the, the fallout for that was like, what, like 30 miles or more? So, like, uh, no way. Yeah, but you know what, though? Today, it's, it's actually not that big of a deal to be there. And that's, like, sincere. Like, they, they do tours. There's, like, still certain parts you can't go to. But yeah, like, you don't want to go to yeah. the reactors. But, yeah, the, you can go to the yeah, I have no right. I have no fucking interest in doing that. I definitely... Maybe if it was, like, if, it, if you had caught me, like, ten years ago, I'd have been these kids. I'd have been, like, fuck yeah, let's do this. I'm these kids but, right now. But... I would have had my own fucking weapon. Yeah. You're in a foreign country. Like, sure God, you better, sure you could find a fucking weapon. Yeah, seriously. Especially. I just, I think going back to like the actual movie though, the, the cinematography for this, I liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it was, was shot, shot well, yeah. so well. And just like the solitude of everything around them. Like it, they did a very good job of depicting the solitude. So, you know that there's nobody there, like... Well, especially just, the part where he's, like, it's quiet. Do you hear that? And it's, like, it's silent. It's silent. And, and there's there really no, is no sound. There's yeah. no crickets. There's no bug. But there, there isn't. And I, I think that that's, that's got to be just... 
that's something eerie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you go outside, like, even in the woods, and you're like, you hear something. There's always something, whether it's a the wind or a bug or, like, but there was nothing. And, yeah, I mean, I just, it gave the movie itself, like, a, a very interesting um, tone. Well, it had that, like, isolation theme, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they had nowhere to go. They had nobody to turn to. There was no help coming. Like, they were on their own in the situation. And that added to it quite a bit. The film, what, what I wanted to bring up before, the film has had a lot of, like, critiquing and, like, back and forth because I guess the director got a lot of shit for people saying that he was, like, very insensitive to, like, the people that were actually affected by the... The, there was a lot of long-term effects from yeah. from the actual I guess, blast with and I, people. And I yeah. do understand that, and I, and I want to be respect. Like I always want to be respectful to people. Well, there's more. Except Yuri, I felt now I feel bad. <laughs> he he came out and he said that he didn't really have any intention of that, which I, I, that goes to the other side of the argument too. There's also people that use this film as like education, I guess, like to show the effects of what happened or what could happen or whatever but um he he came out and said he's like i just took an idea that i thought sounded creepy and wanted to make a movie yeah. that would scare people i don't think that i would think further into it like like me as a person i wouldn't be like oh is this is this insensitive to the and and i guess looking at it that way it kind of is well i mean we weren't affected by it i think it like i think it for our standards like say somebody made a movie about like 9-11 but there's zombies in the towers that's like that's pretty insensitive yeah yeah, yeah. and, like, and they're like, like oh i just took a situation and <laughs> wanted to make it scary, scary like, so yeah. people from that area i could see them maybe like not being too happy with the film especially because it's gonna like like any horror movie like i, I doubt this would too much but it's gonna cause you know people trespassing and going and sneaking on there and getting into shit and the saddest part of the movie was when they found Yuri's body. Rest in peace, Yuri. All right, ratings. Thank you for the moment of silence, yes. <laughs> Erica. I thought it was a cool concept. The characters weren't too memorable, like, in the sense that you really didn't give a shit whether they were dead or alive. Just but, McCartney, though. But I think that the story it had a solid storyline. I don't think that the story, I, I minus the ending, <laughs> I, the ending, like, the... It wasn't a tasteful cliffhanger. Am I the only one who feels like it was I like? I feel like it, it, it was, was like, like whatever. It's like yeah, right, it was just like, like okay. You know, I like, think I think I don't think this, but the the way it seemed was that they didn't have an ending written. Like it was just, just kind of like thrown together. together. Yeah. Like, what can we do? We'll put her in the hospital, and then we'll throw her in a cell. And that's how it's going to be the viewings. That's perfect. One last scare. Yes. And I just, that that to me, like, I think it could have been done better. And yeah. I, I mean, overall, though, I think that the cinematography is phenomenal in this movie. Like, I, I just think it's well it. shot. Um, the lighting was really cool. It had, a, like, it had, like, a very, it didn't have varying tones. Like, you know, a lot of movies you get, like, you get like you're really bright, you're really dark. So it like it kind dark. of it's very just like it was kind of like on this like middle ground. Like it had like mm-hmm. a very like a blue kind of like mm-hmm. tone to the whole movie, which I thought was really interesting. It's just like it's a visual thing, and that was pretty cool. Overall, though, I mean, I think it's it, it's a decent movie. Uh, if it's you know if you just want to watch something kind of creepy and unusual and just like a different take on a horror movie, this is definitely it. It's it's there. So I'm gonna give it a. 5.7. I also want to add that I really was, I really, really was excited for this movie and I was really let down when I watched we it. We were too. You we were like, excited it just, for it. It wasn't what I expected and I think that that's kind of just not cool. I, I agree. I really like this movie but I'm not a big Jesse McCartney fan so it lacked there for me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't cut that out. <laughs> But on a more serious note, um, I, th- I think I think it was decent. Um, I think that like the first three quarters of the movie had a real eerie vibe, but it didn't ever go overly scary, which I was all right with. I was okay with it being more like um, like a, an adventure gone wrong, kind of like The Descent, opposed yeah. to like an actual like horror horror movie. I was okay with that vibe. I would have been okay if 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 it just stuck with that and like a couple of them got out. Um, 
you know, I feel like, like I said, I really like when there's at least one survivor at the end. Uh, it bothered, the ending felt very thrown together, and I think that's really what, what, what ruined the movie for me. I think that I would have given, given it a much higher rating if the ending was different. So if there are any alternative endings, director, please send them to horrorhavenpodcast at gmail.com. Um, anyway, um, I'm going to say that my rating is probably a 5.2. Alright, so overall, I think that this movie, I think the best way for me to put it is an awesome idea that could have been really scary, that kind of was just poorly executed. This movie already needs a remake. It it fell flat. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that the idea is there, and it's something that... Like I said, like we, we saw it in theaters, and we went in with, like, this is a really fucking... It could be a creepy movie, and it really kind of disappointed me for the most part. It did have its uh, its pluses, but I don't know. I, I would have liked to see more of the mutants because from what glimpses you do get of them, they looked really creepy, but you don't get much of a look at them other than, like, a quick flashlight shine, blurry top view, like, I don't know. So... For, and and I, th- I think that adds to it, too. There's really no big, like, reveal to where you're like, oh, shit, that's what's been messing with them the whole time. It's kind of just like, eh, all right, like, they're getting chased by people. Um, and the ending, I really just wasn't a fan of the ending. So I think I'd give this, like, a 4.5. I, I wouldn't really wow. I wouldn't really say that I'd recommend it, but, I mean, if you... You really disliked it that much? I didn't dislike it. I just didn't think it was anything special yeah so overall that gives it an average rating of a 5.1 i think that's fair that's fair that's fair i would say watch it i think it's decent it's like it's all right just like stop it once they get to the reactor and they realize their skin's melting off just stop it don't watch anymore that's the end yeah as far as you know just 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 stop it there and walk away. I think there's other movies where I've said that before. Just stop it at this point and just don't watch it. Ten anymore. Cloverfield Lane. Oh my god, yeah. Look, <laughs> we have to cover. We have so. to cover that fucking movie. It's so good. I love John Goodman. All right. So the Instagram average rating for Chernobyl Diaries was a five point five. So not too far off from what we had. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering all movies about TV. We're going to cover Poltergeist. Terror Vision and Video Dead. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast. And if you're interested in checking out our schedule, see what we got going on, check out our website at horrorhavenmedia.com. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.